0: What is up, YouTube? Trying to make sure the stream has started. We are good. We are live. We are ready to rock and roll. How is everybody doing? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All the fun stuff that go along with it. Um, it is a beautiful January the 7th moving into January the 8th like uh, most people I am out of season on the lawn care of what's going on Eli Telly my man Um, I would say most areas of the of the United States are frozen right now and that is uh, that's always an adventure kind of throws the halt on whatever it is you planned on doing. So it is a, uh, interesting time of year, colder than average across the U S as a whole. So who knows, who knows what's going to happen in this upcoming year. I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, because it it means a lot more so for the warm season guys than guys, I guess, I don't know. I don't have a lot of experience in cool season markets. So, um, you know i don't know how much snow you know you guys up north have actually had so whether snow mold is going to be an issue or not um so happy new year happy new year jimmy cox herman owens happy new year uh alfred how about them dogs uh going to the national championship game good for you very good for you i'm excited for you um Maybe maybe next year will be the will be UT's year. That is uh that's the curse of being a ball fan. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Um, Alan Thompson, what's going on, man? I had a great holidays. I hope you had a great holiday. Ryan Quick, how are you, sir? Good. I I'm glad y'all are getting some rain. We're getting some tomorrow. And uh they were calling for ice, but they they've reduced that back down to rain, so that's pretty exciting. Um we definitely need some rain ourselves. My my lawn is super stressed right now, and the ground's completely frozen. And you know, I'm not about to attempt to uh, to water it. So, you know, you know, lush lawns. I've got more green. Doctor, what's going on? That reminds me. I've got a new whiteboard coming out. Green Doctor made a good point. He commented on one of the uh, uh, videos talking about sulfonylureas and herbicide pH of your solution and uh and that's something i need to touch on specifically is um you know sulfonyl ureas are much more uh easily dissolved in higher ph solutions um evidence whether or not it's more effective or not is is anecdotal um but there's science that says that in theory that should be the case so uh for all you warm season guys that run a lot of uh, sulfonyl ureas um that's definitely a whiteboard I want to, I want to put together. Um, also while I've got everybody, um, uh, if if y'all could shoot me an email with whiteboard topics, um, I would love to to cover them. I'm kind of compiling a list and taking them off one by one. Um, I'm going to try and group some together. Um, and also if you want me to go more in depth on a detail on a topic I've already talked about, um, feel free to, um, you know, send that over as a suggestion too um, because that's uh, it's always important, always important. Um, six inches in Philly, then we went out Long Island. You know, where they, we plowed about eight inches. Wow. Eight inches of snow. I can't even fathom what that looks like. I've never seen it before. I've never seen six inches of snow, so that's just like Greek to me. Uh, scopophobia, no sir, your lawn is not actively growing and it has everything to do with the sub-zero temperatures. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting when the soil freezes and the plant freezes, um, you know, there's no, there's not a lot of live uh, biological processes that are taking place at that time. So, uh, you know, the grass is not actively taking up water Uh, you know, it's not transpiring water. So it's this, this interesting level of shutdown that just takes place. It's pretty intense. Uh, lush lawns got 16 inches Thursday and woke up to minus eight degrees this morning. My goodness. That is just bananas. That's crazy. Trent Burns whiteboard on brown patch for St. Aug would be great. I could definitely do that. I can definitely do that. That's a, that's actually a great idea. Trent, can you shoot that to me in an email? So that way I have a, a uh, uh, Stephen Barnes planted a tall fescue grass in Huntsville, Alabama this year. Holy crap. Green grass all year round. Thanks Tiff for you and long carrying that. Well, good job, man. Uh, it's going to be a struggle there in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, I know that there are some people in, in Huntsville that, that do the fescue thing, um, just. Just be prepared. Um, you know, save money starting now for fungicides. Fungicides are not cheap, and uh, and you know, keep it on a good twenty eight day program, and uh, and make sure you are uh, are keep them plenty of water to it. Um, the right times of year and when the lawn tells you it needs water. And Stephen, one thing to keep in mind too is that you know, just expect that you know, in July and August, the yard's just not going to look that great. You've got fescue, it's not going to look that great. It's kind of like when you have Bermuda grass, you know, it, it goes dormant. Well, same thing is going to happen really with fescue. It's not going to go 100% dormant, but it's going to struggle through July and August, especially in Huntsville. Especially in Huntsville. Uh, whiteboard for a cool season program. That's a great idea. Lush, if, if you would email that to me, um, that would be a uh, awesome help for me. That would be awesome. Um, it's raining here. Actually, I managed to water in December, but the late fall and winter had almost no rain snow. Yeah, see, we desperately need some rain. We had rain a couple weeks ago. Um, no, it was a, a week ago. It was no, no, no. It was before Christmas. We had rain before Christmas, um, and have not had rain since. So it's been a couple weeks and it's been, uh, dry and extremely cold. Um, so you know, we gotta do the best we can do. Rayman, Man, cool season grass in the South Brown Patch and Pythium program, essential. That's right. That's right. Um Stephen, um Stephen, I forgot your last name. Stephen Barnes. Um be careful with uh with the heat. Oh that's what I was gonna say. Strobilurin fungicides. Um Strubler and fungicides. Get uh, acquainted with them. Um, they're going to be your best attack for brown patch. Also, learn about uh, methanoxin for, for Pythium. Uh, it's a real thing. If you if you go back through my videos, I did a video on some some Pythium and the results I had from uh, methanoxin's brand, uh, which was it is the generic Subdue Max. Um, It's much cheaper than subdue and it worked just phenomenally. Did great. Really did great. Um, Have you had any luck with winter seating? Uh, Can you recommend companies that provide general liability insurance or herbicide spraying? Uh, Kareem, I believe I'm with a company called elite. Um, I don't know. I went to, uh, we go through an independent broker. Um, My sister handles all that. She is an insurance agent. She has her own insurance agency. And um, she deals, hers is a farmer's insurance, but she's been in the industry for 20, 25 years. So um, she takes care of all that for me because I'm not a grown up and uh, I don't know how to do things like that. And she does because she is the grown up, has been my entire life. She's always been been the grown up. I haven't done a lot of winter seating. I've never tried it. Can't really speak to it. A whiteboard on the UT coaching search. Trent, that distracted me while I was talking because I saw it and it, <laughs> it, it, uh, that's exactly what I need. I need a whiteboard on the UT coaching search. We'll start all the way back at the beginning with the John Gruden rumors into the Shiano scandal, into Jeff Brome, Mike Leach, uh, who, who was it, the NC State coach and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I should do a whiteboard on that. Send, send that to me in the email. Uh, our ground is still frozen, so the rain's not soaking in very well. well. Take what we can get, though. Yeah, some is better than none. Ryan is definitely better than none. It would be nice. Telly, what would you want to know about pest control, pest and turf? Um, I don't do a lot of pest control because, well, there's not a whole lot of pest issues where it at least where I'm at did the stream freeze let me do a refresh here see what we got did my internet connection go down I don't know can anybody hear me everything seems to have come to a halt the stream down the internet down looks like my internet went down crap my backup All right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody. But uh, y'all can still hear me. All right. Let me me move back up here. Uh, Pest control, whiteboard on pest control. Um, Yeah. What exactly do you want to know about pest control? Turf grass or trees and shrubs? Um, What you thinking? What you thinking there? Um, Let's see what pre-emergent do you look, look at the programs use on golf turf for diseases that's what i do leaving out the chlorothalon on uh yeah that's a also you can contact syngenta and they'll send you a free um uh, disease kind of like work work chart uh that shows the product they recommend for the diseases and has nice pictures and stuff and um, timing application timings on that same card so that's a pretty good thing uh, the only thing I wasn't expecting to be cutting grass on December thirtieth. Thanks for the tips. You're welcome. I'm an old Miss fan, so I could do one too. Yeah, Trent. Let me know how that's going. Being an old Miss fan, hopefully we'll pick up some of your transfer aways. Um, you know, I got nervous there for a little while, Trent, because I thought we were going to bring in oh oh boy, your old your old head coach, uh, Coach Freeze, Hugh Freeze. Um being from Memphis, uh, Hugh Freeze was a high school football coach when I lived there. So kind of an interesting thing there. We got a little backdoor knowledge on, on Hugh Freeze. Uh, if you want, you can contact me personally and I'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, Telly Coleman. All right. Yeah, I can, I can do one on pest control and turf. Um, Yeah, now that's exactly right. Green Doctor lives in the ultimate place in the world for pest control, Hawaii. Um, You know, what we have to deal with here, at least in in Tennessee, you know, you've got, let's see, occasionally you'll have army worms, uh, grub worms. On the rare occasion, you may see a nematode issue, but that's about it. we don't really have to deal with bill bugs. We don't have to deal with chinch bugs. We don't have to deal with um oh uh spittle bugs. I see spittle bugs in Leland Cypress more than I do in turf grass here. Um so not just not a lot of pest damage. So uh if if I can't get it solved with bifenthrin or permethrin, um Celeprin and imidacloprid, then I probably can't solve it. And uh, and so those are usually my four go-to and uh, use them as I see fit. Um, Like I have better control with permethrin, I feel like, uh, because it works so fast that usually before I leave the property, I see things dying. I feel comfortable about my application. Whereas when I use bifenthrin, you know, you you've still got a little bit of, uh, of time there for things to begin to die. So, um, I'm, I'm a permethrin guy. Uh, what rates of beer do you use with your three-way in late winter, early spring? And what rates of prodiamine do you run? Um, Alan Thompson, this will be grouped in with um, with you too, Andy. Um, I like prodiamine as my pre-emergent because of how long it laughs it lasts it's what I've used the most of it's what I feel the most comfortable with um, and so until so that's that's what I use typically I do it in split applications of 13 ounces to the acre I believe is my rate um, I don't know I'd have to do the math on it but I think it's 13 ounces to the acre is what I run I get down like 1.2 1.3 pounds of active um, for the growing season um, and i do that in split applications 0.65 and 0.65 is typically what i run so um, i know what to expect with it i know i'm going to get fireweed uh, you know i know it, it's not really going to work on um uh, i i know that so much resistance exists with it now and it's and it's not very effective on broadleaf weeds that you know, I, I just, you know, I know what to expect when I use ProDiamine. I use a, a relatively low rate, so, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, as far as the triclopyr on fescue, I go out with 16 ounces to the acre, um, late winter, early spring, uh, depending on the types of weeds in the lawn. Um, now, if I run into a property that's eat up with wild violets, um, I may like flip that and I may run, you know, 32 ounces to the acre of triclopyr and uh, 16 ounces or 32 ounces to the acre of, um, of um, Three-way uh, for those of you in the um, In the uh, per thousand square feet, that's roughly one ounce per thousand of each um, if you're uh, with a three-way like if you're running ounces per thousand of three-way and you want to spike it with triclopyr, you would use, uh, what would that be, a quarter of an ounce um, per thousand square feet of triclopyr. Tested pesticides half-life. Going back, I can see how glyphosate and speed zone became less effective over time. Next day after mixing pH 7.0 water in a backpack sprayer. That's right. That's exactly it, Rob um so treating for sod webworm and army worm in january gosh wow sod web worms and army worms in january that's a bad day that's a bad day um i did a lawn rental last fall and it looked pretty good overseeded aerator from bare dirt so i'll be repeating the process this spring uh, should i seed aerate then apply tenacity or vice versa um, you want to apply your tenacity at the same time you seed and aerate. Um I, I, I wouldn't do it any other way than that. Um, you know, seed and aerate and tenacity all at the same time. What you don't want to have happen is your fescue to come up and then um have that bleaching effect take place on that young fescue, rob it of the carbohydrate production cycle it'll interrupt photosynthesis and chlorophyll production and everything that goes along with the biological process of the plant and uh, so same time to make sure it does not affect those seedlings as they come up I think so the best I've, I've used is permethrin and imidacloprid 10 gallons per thousand square feet that's a high volume application If that I can get I don't know what anything would um, what's up joaquin how are you sir jason clark how are you how are you uh how do you feel about defender herbicide um i've never used defender personally um the people i do know that use defender are uh fans of it until it gets to about 40 degrees after about 40 degrees they're not really using it anymore um and the the reason being is it has something to do with the uh, the formulation that the warmer it gets outside, the less effective Defender is. Um, I don't know a whole lot about uh, the chemistry of that product. That may be a whiteboard video, um, but the people I know that are using it up north are having, having good success with it um, in particular. Uh, and the other thing too, it doesn't have a super broad spectrum. As far as the weeds on the label, uh, it seems to be more targeted towards clover and dandelions, I believe. And parts of the country where you run into issues where it gets so cold that an herbicide is no longer effective, Defender may be a good option for you. Um, Where I'm at in my area, it just it would not be a cost effective thing for me because pretty much. You know, aside from maybe a week per year, uh, I can pretty much spray anything I want and and get the kill I'm looking for. So, you know, it, I've never had the opportunity to use it. Therefore, I haven't used it. So I really don't feel whole, very comfortable talking a whole lot about it. Have you had any luck with dimension on fescue? Um, yeah, Alan, I just I've had luck with it. I just I, I prodiamine to me is much more predictable. Um, I feel like I get more breakthrough at the end of a season on dimension than I do on uh, with ProDiamine. Um, I know if I get down my one point three pounds of of ProDiamine, I'm not going to have a crabgrass issue the entire season, um, unless I run a high rate of dimension late in the season i don't feel comfortable about uh dimension and breakthrough so with that uh i'm in the dc area, just a little cooler than knoxville would early march be the best time for that process um probably not you'll want to monitor your soil temperatures um it would probably be late march would be the best time what i would do is i would if you just aerated and seeded in the fall, I would work on a strong fertility program this year, and I think you'd be shocked at how much the lawn fills in. If that's your concern with it filling in, um, because those plants are going to gonna mature and they'll expand, and it's going to eat up a lot of that bare area that you may be seeing now. Um, if you want to send me a picture of your yard, I'll take a look at it for you and let you know what I think. Um, Ryan, I always use liquid permethrin. Um, let's see. Prodamine with Dimension. I'm I'm not a big fan of that. Um, it's the they're all DNAs. Um, they they work the same way, so it doesn't really. Um, it's not like Dimension is, is going to pick up a whole lot that Prodamine misses, and vice versa, because they're all relatively the same chemistry. Um, well, at least mode of action, not the same chemistry, but the same mode of action. Uh, muri muriatic acid to adjust water pH aquarium swimming pool supply stores uh, for pH adjusting chemicals um, I don't know about muriatic acid um, it would require so little um, you can go to uh, you can search for citric acid uh, I usually if like I'm doing a, a super high-end application where I have to worry about it my water pH is usually neutral to low um, So I don't really have to worry about it, but if I was worried about it, I would either just use a surfactant that is acidifying, um, like uh, PS804, Prime Source 804, which is the generic LI700, or um, I would use citric acid, and you can get citric acid bulk online pretty cheap, Um, and it takes very, very little. Uh, as far as like pH test strips and stuff, yeah, I would go to a, a swimming pool supply store. Where's the best time to begin large-scale weed control right away? Um, Bengala, where, is, where are you? Where are you in the world, in the country? Um, and what are your temperature differences in your seasons? Like what's what's the coolest of the cool and then the warm of the warm? Are damaged for the year already. Zorgia not treated decline severely between October to April. Treated Zorgia holds together during the cold weather and rain. Um, Ray, what do you use for nematodes? I'm curious. Uh, DRC LLC, sowing in cool season, put it down in the fall. Uh, I'm sorry, you're in Wisconsin. Um, DRC, what was your original question? I'm sorry, were you the one asking about Defender? Uh, if you were, I think. Um, I think yeah, you would want to. Uh, I don't know that it would be uh, whatever the label recommends. I, I honestly cannot remember. I said dimension for uses a post-emergent pro as is longer-lasting. There we go. Um, for mole control, Joaquin, uh, definitely trap them. Trap them. You can try the different baits. Talprid, I think, is the uh, is the one the big one that that I've used. Eh. Trapping is the only thing that Surefire works. Trapping or killing them. What do you do with herbicide disposal? I have a two and a half gallon jug of five-year-old MSMA in my garage from a prior homeowner. Telling Coleman, if you call the Department of Agriculture, they will either come and get it for you or they will tell you where to take it. Um, or keep that MSMA like Ray said. Yeah. If it's five-year-old, Five years old. That means it has a turf label. Well, check and make sure it has a turf label, and uh, and keep it. You obviously didn't put down your pre-emergent beer control. I didn't put down mine either. No scopophobia. I'm I'm letting it go, man. I'm not going to shave for probably until February timeframe. Maybe last week of January. I'll I'll get all trimmed up and cleaned up and stuff um, because uh, the lawn season starts. So there we go. Uh, so, with California temps being at best low 60s in the AM and low in the 40s, uh, is it still smart to start fescue now or wait? Uh, what are your soil temperatures, Peg Junk? If you don't know your soil temperature, you can hop on greencastonline.com and look up your soil temperature. And I would say, you know, if you're mid-40s or or somewhere in there, low 40s, then, and you don't have a chance for it to freeze, I'd say rock and roll. Um, let's see here. I did pro in late September. Now have winter weeds popping up in my St. Og. Can I smoke up with blind sap when temps allowed? Do I stay with Celsius and smoke it ASAP? Um, Trent, that's a tough question. Okay, so if you are completely dormant, which I would say you are in... Your area there, I know y'all got pretty cold too. Um, if you've got winter weeds now, I would use and you're completely dormant. I would use Speed Zone or um, three four D a two three four D or or a two four D, um, and you should be good to go on your Saint Augustine. Um, if you if you want a little help with the cold weather, you can run it with. Uh, uh there's a product called simazine Uh, i will type that in the chat simazine simazine is a um it's a good product if you're if you're dealing with with winter weeds um i recommend going ahead and getting down some simazine too uh i would say like blindside and celsius for when it's warmer outside i'm not a big fan of blindside uh because i just don't like metzulfuron methyl that much it just freaks me out it freaks me out uh, i was thinking of running heavy application of prodiamine and then running a strong application of dimension my second app lush you can do that um i don't think you're going to be happy with the results though um and then the other thing you have to take into consideration is how long that pre-emergent is going to ask uh, lush what what turf types are you dealing with um because if, if, if you're dealing with cool season lawns and you run a high rate of Prodiamine followed by a high rate of Dimension, um, you're not gonna get fescue to germinate very well in the fall. So keep, keep that in mind. Seattle region, about 30 is coolest and 90 is warmest. 45 around March, but a lot of rain. Servicing airstrips and a military base. Uh, Bengala, I would go for probably mid-February timeframe. Uh, I think that would be a, a good time to start. Yeah, probably mid-Feb. Uh, let's see. Nimitoge are treatable with uh, floor Pyram and Xteris. You don't want to get caught using Avid on non-golf turf. It's funny because I did, I, and it's video documented. I used a ton of Avid on, uh, a, lo- on a property this year. And it's, it wasn't exactly a, a secret about it. In fact, I had talked to my, my Department of Ag inspector about it, and, uh, and no, no one ever told me not to do it. And I asked him about it, and he thought, well, it may work, may not work um and i went ahead and did it and we never really talked about it again so i wasn't told to not do it so i did it <laughs> and uh and with varying degrees of success it didn't it didn't do awesome but it did do okay um i put it this way the the, the did recover so i was happy about that how do you feel about the combination of 2-4-d quinclorac and sedge camera as is a multi-purpose weed sedge killer, killer? Uh would that be similar to Q four plus? Um yeah, that would be very similar to Q four plus. The only thing is, you know, instead of um, the Sedgehammer it would have dismissing it. Um yeah, that would that that would be fine. Yeah, you can mix all those and run them together. That's fine. Um it's just I would if it were me, I would rather run two four D and Quinclorac Korak and then have a separate uh container for sedge hammer. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. Um, and, you know, if you need a little extra knockdown from your sedge hammer, and that's why you run it all together, uh, maybe spike your sedge hammer with just a touch of 2,4-D. Um, you know, maybe maybe put in like a half ounce of three-way per gallon in your sedge hammer per thousand square feet, and that'll help accelerate that burn down of your uh, of your sedge plant. Uh, Simazine or atrazine plus low rates of 2,4 D on St. Augustine. Stay out of St. Augustine with root printers. Yeah, that's the other thing. Stoloniferous turf grasses and prodiamine is a, uh, it's a tough thing. There's not really a lot of good options. Um, maybe for fall applications, uh, Trent, you may want to look at uh, isoxabin, which is um, gallery. Um, not really going to offer you a whole lot of control with the uh, POA, but you can run like isoxaben and then a later application of atrazine. And uh, that may help you get a little more control of your POA in your St. Are you doing liquid prodiamine or granular FERT blend? Andy, I'm doing liquid prodiamine. I just feel more comfortable about liquid. Um, comfortable with a granular pre-emergent. Um, if it was micropril, I would feel more comfortable with it um, because most granular pre emergents are not micropril. I don't feel comfortable with it and don't feel comfortable with Prill distribution at four pounds per thousand or five pounds per thousand. Um, so and, and it's not to say that it's not effective. Um, I'm just mentally, I have this mental thing with um, Fertilizer, uh, granular pre emergent. Um, I've used it before. It all seems to turn out okay. Um, it just mentally, I, I have an issue with it. Um, Gallery is good pre for St. Augustine centipede, no root burning. Um, how's this furtive coming along? Available to order soon? Uh, I, n- not quite, Andy. So I'll kind of keep everybody up to date with where we are with the fertilizer. So we sent off uh, a lot of material to have another company produce it for us for the time being. Um, We wanted to dial in the formula, make sure the formula would prill correctly. And we wanted to get, you know, 2,000 pounds to begin to put in people's hands and let them use it. Um, Get accustomed to it, see what it looks like, smell it, and we just did that test. That was done over the holiday break. Uh, A lot of that was produced. Um, The issues we ran into were that we were not able to create a complete 100% homogeneous mixture um, using urea. So. Anything we're going to do that's going to be a higher nitrogen content, say greater than ten percent, will be a blended product, um, and we're not going to use just urea. We found we found a really awesome urea product. Um, that's a it's a, a homogeneous urea and ammonium sulfate product. But what we were able to homogenize is. A um, is the biochar, is the humic, uh, is uh, it's a three percent iron. The, the analysis comes out to like a two one eight with three percent iron. It's a it's a ten one eight with three percent iron, and the end so- is sourced from uh, ammonium sulfate. So from there, if you want a higher nitrogen content, we will blend that with our other nitrogen source that we're going to have access to. Uh, and that will, this will give us a, the ability to control the nitrogen rates based on different times of years. So, um, you know, where in, in peak growing season, peak summer season in Knoxville, want to run a high rate of N, you know, I want to I'm gonna put down, you know, relatively low rate. So that that 1018 would be great for me then. Whereas those guys, you know, like in further south, say in Atlanta, you know, they may be wanting to, you know, dealing with Bermuda grass, or they may be wanting to run like, you know, a 30 zero something or whatever. And that'll give us the flexibility to be able to, you know, still use, you know, 30% biochar. And get that thirty percent nitrogen rate, or your you know twenty percent biochar, and get a thirty percent nitrogen rate. So anyway, um, that's all doing the samples we had produced. So that's going to be about two thousand pounds. We're having it spec analyzed, so um, they're going to give us a full bio assay, tell us all the nutrient contents of it, and uh, and then from there we're going to have it bagged, and then we'll have a little bit of product to play with. Uh, from there, we're still working out the details as far as the land we're going to be buying. Um, we were hell-bent on one piece of property um, and then the people that own that property said, if you like this one, you'll really like this one. So now we are looking in that one, at that one. Um, it has barge access so we can bring in raw material and stuff anyway it's still all moving forward as we had anticipated we're still thinking the end of first quarter you know we'll we'll have some material um at the very first instance that i know we're going to be able to uh you know produce a run of fertilizer i will reach out to everybody and uh and let you know that you know this is the time that you know go ahead and get on the list because you know we're we're producing, we were producing the fill orders at this time. Um, Ray, it, this is not going to be dusty. Um, and it took a lot of playing to figure out how to keep that from happening. Um, and the other thing was to find out how to minimize the amount of contact we have with the peril, how much we have to handle it with the machine, uh, because that will increase the dust. And right now we think we have it figured out um so anyway we we think we, we think we've got the dust issue figured out i know that's one of the big complaints i've had with uh when i when i was using like the um uh screaming green uh, a lot of people are talking about dust with that product right now and then that versus the anuvia product um it is Anuvia is like the epitome of non-dusty. So, you know, I mean it's a um, it's night and day difference, and I wanted a product more like the Anuvia than I did screaming green. Um yeah, fee can be a pea can be super quickly tied up in the soil. PH is super important. Also, uh, P is going to be really slow to move into the root profile, it just does not move through the soil really quickly. So one thing you may want to consider with phosphorus is doing um, is doing uh, foliar P-apps. Um, if you can get it up, then supplement foliarly after the fact. Um, Ray, yeah, it's um, – I don't know a whole lot about producing a fertilizer prill. Well, I didn't, and then I had to learn really quickly – and the problem with us not owning the equipment on the front end to be able to test all this is that, you know, we're having to pay a lab to produce this for us, and um, it's hard because it's in a different part of the country, and you know, there's, it's it's not like we can be there with them while while all of this testing is going on, and so, you know, they have to run, uh, you know, a small amount of material, ship it to us, we analyze it you know, get it sent off for analysis, look at the analysis, uh, check the condition of the prill, put it through a crush strength test, test how well it holds up the strength of the actual prill. Um, and then like, like now with this next test batch we've got, we have to test, you know, how well is it going to hold up in the bag with other inputs? Um, you know, is it going to make the other inputs act funny? Is it going to cause urea to melt down? Um, so all these different things that, that kind of go into it. So, um, anyway, it's, it's all moving forward. It's moving forward as we anticipated. We're still on the same timeline. In fact, we're trying to ramp up that timeline. Uh, we're talking to some other people to help us get, get things moving faster. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's where we're going. That, that is where it's going. Um. Yeah, that 2020 soluble is, um, that's always what I've used to. What's up, Jake the Long Kid? How are you, sir? I believe Southern Ag for all the guys in the eastern half of the United States um, and, and southern half of the United States. Um, southern Ag produces a triple 20 that's uh, water soluble and is really good stuff. What's up, Pete, my man? How, how about. How, how about North Carolina, man? How about North Carolina? I'm still mad we lost that that basketball game to y'all. We tried to fight you, but but we just we lost. We lost in the end. Um, is there a chemical I can spray on a fruit tree to prevent it from producing fruit, but still able to enjoy its beauty in the spring when it's blossoming? Uh, blow blowable. I'm sorry, man. I don't know your name. Um, there is a product called Snippet um it is a ibd hormone Um, you can inject that into a tree at the time of bud budding and it will knock the flowers off of the tree that will keep it from producing fruit so you may get to enjoy a little bit of the spring but that's going to be about it um you may be able to do some foliar applications with it, but even then, that's going to knock off all the all the uh, leaves and flowers and stuff. So, it, not the leaves, but the the petals. So, um, you know, there you go. Um, well, I appreciate that, Andy. I hope it works out too. What's going on, Chris Elms? How are you? How are you, sir? Um, PGRs normally cause tree to drop their flowers. You can't have both flowers and no fruits. That's right. That's right. Uh, Flower is part of the reproduction process, and uh, so you eliminate those. You eliminate the fruit. It's uh, unless you have a uh, a sterile a sterile plant that's been genetically modified. Um, and I'm sure those are out there. Um, I'm sure there's there's bunches of them out there, but you know you got to wait for it to reach maturity and all that. Um golly there was something at the start of this that i was going to talk about that i am drawing a blank on i cannot remember for the life of me um i don't know i don't know on most flowering trees works flowers part of the mess i am trying to prevent yep uh that's a that's a really good pgr too um super good stuff, it will, it will aggressively stop the, um, the growth of the plant. So that is, um, that's a good one to use, especially for those guys that maintain, you know, properties like, uh, homeowners associations and stuff where, you know, you've got like 70, 80 units in there and you got to trim all that. And you're trying to cut down on your trimming labor. Anthemec will be a really good product to use on that. What is the cause of leggy zoysia grass? We maintained it at two inches. Only some part of the lawn is leggy. Is it about the soil? Hmm. What do you by leggy? Um. And especially if it's only in part of the lawn, um, can you send me a picture of that? I'd be curious what it looks like. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen "quote unquote" leggy zoysia. It, it, to me, it sounds like you're you're saying it's producing runners. Um, yeah, what, what exactly? What exactly is? Do you mean by leggy? Um, Robert Martinez what is going on my man my man um, shoo. yeah okay so the one thing I was going to talk about was the sulfonylureas and and uh, solution pH ureas are going to be soluble at a higher pH so that will be between a 7 and 8 um, debatable whether or not it uh, actually increases its efficacy. You could say, in one sense, that because more um, product is in solution, it could be more readily absorbed by the plant. Um, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is that at a high pH, sulfonylureas are, um, Drawing a blank. Sulfonylureas ureas are more persistent in the soil at a high pH. So that's, that's just a, another thing to keep in mind there. fast to be about it for me um, it is 7 47 I'm going to eat dinner I got to put the kids to bed I'm gonna record a whiteboard video tonight before I go to bed and that will be going up um, if you have any questions concerns always feel free to shoot me an email um, and, you know just ask me a question if I do not get back to you quickly um, let me know uh, if if I, if I do not get back to you quickly I apologize I will get back to you I'm sorry I'm reading the comments and trying to talk uh, I will get back to you as quick as possible uh, this year's this time of year is always crazy for me because I'm helping do so much of the landscape work and we have such tight narrow windows to get work done and we're Always dancing around the uh, the weather, so uh, this time of year I'm not going to be nearly as responsive as I am during the full blown growing season. Um, so just bear with me, but please feel free to send me questions, uh, pictures. Um, I love to look at stuff like that. Also, um, if you have any suggestions for whiteboard videos, some already lined up. Um, uh, things you know, like like Brian, my friend up in Michigan, has sent me. Um, So, If there's there's anything you need to see uh, or would like to see or want me to dive deeper in on a topic, uh, please send that to me in an email so I have a written copy of that. I'm putting together a spreadsheet just to help me keep my head on straight for what's coming up on those. So anyway, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. Thanks, Ray, for always helping me out. Thank you for all of y'all that tune in every week. Um, I really appreciate it. I hope y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we will talk soon. Y'all, take it easy.